Hello, Lab Experts. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about HIV-1 testing in babies using gene expert technology. And in order to be able to discuss this topic, we have a medical laboratory scientist with us. His name is Marvelous Gebefum. How are you today, Marvelous? Uh, good evening or oh, good day. Good day. Good day. My name is Marvelous Gebefum. He's a Chadian, so he will not. I, I pardon him. I even have a Nigerian with me that was having difficulty pronouncing your name. So it's not, it's not only Chadians. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So uh, tell us a bit, what do you, what do, you do? Okay, um, currently I'm an intern. I'm doing my internship at University of the Nutrition Hospital mm-hmm. in the main city, those states, Nigeria, so far. Um, I'm almost done. So, okay. Um, I'll be done in October. One oh, year really? compulsory internship. So, in what, two months? So, how does it feel to almost be done? I'm relieving, sure. Relieving. Yeah. So, what do you do there? What does your day look like over there? Okay. Um, routinely, like, okay. Uh, the way it is, I, I don't know. I'm sure you're, you're med lab scientists, so I'm, I'm sure you know um, the internship. There are various units, various units yeah. in MLS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hematology, blood transmission science, um, clinical chemistry, histopathology. Yeah. So you cycled through so we are every step, unit. Yeah, we are, we are, you cycled through every unit. You get to learn, work, to date, and learn medical microbiology. And to date, which is, your be, which is your preferred section? What did you like most of all the sections? <laughs> okay, my specialty. My specialty is hematology and blood transfusion science. Okay. Uh, but it's a, Honestly, it's not my least favorite uh, because of the workload. But, yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. As a med lab scientist, you're uh, a med lab scientist. You don't just um, focus. You should you should be fast in all the areas. Yeah. Even if you specialize in one area. Uh, you should be uh, conversant with the others. Uh, so our topic today is uh, HIV-1 qu- qu- qualitative early infant diagnosis. Why yeah, did you want? Why did you want to talk about this topic? Okay, what interested you about I it? I think during my post, during my post, it was one of the um, few tests that, interest, um, that I got interested in him. And, um, and I think it's um, conversant enough to be able to share. So yeah. That, I, I was able to um, apply it to the, to the point where I can share it. So that's why I chose. Was it hard to get it? PCR, PCR is one of the aspects of um, MLS that has interested me so far. But um, there are other tests that are a lot more complex. And I would not want to shoot my leg in the foot and come and talk about something. I'm not very, very yeah. um, familiar with. So do you get a lot of cases uh, of children yeah, okay. that have been affected uh, yes okay um let me just summarize it basically um so we have you know p- people living with hiv uh it's possible for them to have children without hiv so yeah. this is like uh, is a way to is a way to uh, make sure or gauge the effectiveness of this program so um there's also a form of prevention and care for the patients for um, maybe a child who probably um, is, is because the parents the, the parent is living with HIV is um, is prone to having this infection. But uh, if the doctor has placed the parents on a regimen or 
um, a program to prevent the child from having it, this is a way to ascertain because you know, um, for these early infants, um, before you can start using a LISA to, because the infection is just still, it's quite still in the early stages, yeah. um, there are no um, antibodies present on ground for you to detect it. You know, using yeah. a LISA means what we are, what we are more, more concerned about is the antibodies, but they're not there. Mm -hmm. And so you cannot detect it at that, at that early stage. So yeah. um, you have to use this PCR technique and the nucleic acid test to get the the virus um, to detect the virus in the patient. So, so not after the antibodies, but the virus itself. And um, usually from the age of 18, 18 months, from we we, we are able to like um, detect the virus in this patient uh, for babies that are less than 18 months. All right. So you've been talking about detection, not quantification. So in most, so what you are trying to do usually is just a certain presence or absence. Yes. You're yes. not really trying to de yes. to determine the quantity. Uh, the quantity. Okay. So it's just a qualitative yeah, test. Quantitative. Yeah. yeah. Does it also allow you to do quantitative if you, if you want to? Okay. That, for that, you have to, that, that, that would be viral load. Yeah. yeah. You can also do viral load. Use the PCR technique to get um, the viral load for mm -hmm. patients. You know, patients living with um, HIV have to monitor their viral load, and so that you can, um, when you know they take antiretroviral drugs, and it's supposed to like lock down their viral load. So yeah. if, um, I think once every six months or yearly, they do the viral load test to know um, the, the the quantity that they have. Then if it's not uh, up to a threshold or a, a particular level, they have to change their drugs. So that's why they do that. That is also you can also do a PCR technique for that, but this yeah. is quite different. Okay. Uh, because this you use. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with the GeneSpark. The GeneSpark um, is more of a closed system. You have a cartridge. Mm -hmm. um, I think every cartridge that um, has the internal control, the probe, everything inside, the reagents and everything inside. So all you just need to do is to um, put your sample. So I think we'll, we'll go through. We'll go through. Yeah. Let me create myself through the whole procedure. All right. Now, when it comes to this, so for you to be able to test the child, that means that the mother has been followed for a while. Now, before we get to the child, for the mother to be followed, um, in uh, because there are some people who, when they, they don't really want to get tested, they don't, may not know that they have the disease, or they may know they have the disease, but they may not want to necessarily go and see a medical doctor and then be monitored all the time. Maybe they'll be scared that people around are going to find out. How do you convince, yeah. how usually do they convince those people to come well, and get tested? It's the for a person, I think at, at this point in time, uh, we are we all we all know that uh, people living with HIV can actually live normal lives if 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 they continue to take their drugs. So mm -hmm. it should, and these drugs in in Nigeria is free. I don't okay. know about other places, but it's free, um, and they should. It's not it's not advisable. You just be doing yourself a disservice if you're if you. Um, I think what most people do, you could you be doing yourself a disservice if you don't um, follow, if you're if you're not um, seeing your doctor regularly to know your viral load, seeing a counselor. There's a whole program. I think yeah. that is PEFA. 
there's a PEFAR program for um, people living with HIV um, that they go through. They have counselors, they have to see your counselors regularly mm. and they would um, help you, yeah, um, make sure that you take these drugs regularly. Yeah. So it's, it's not, um, and even for like, I, like for you to be able to do this, te- um, come into this test, this, this is for maybe a mother that has, that is living with HIV yeah. and is already on the program already. And the doctor is trying to make sure that, okay, this child does not have HIV. We are doing a test, okay, uh, have we successfully, um, but the doctor has, so the doctor successfully uh, um, done all that is required to prevent this child from having it. So uh, the whole um, system is geared to helping um, this patient. So yeah. I don't think it's, it's not, it's not even, it's not right. advisable. Yeah. Yeah. So they need to go to their medical doctor to make sure that they can actually be followed. They can be monitored so that they can get so that they can get better. And when it comes to payment, is it free? So you said the drugs are free. So that part. How about the testing? Testing also. The test. The test. The viral testing is also free. Now, when the patient shows up, what happens? How is the testing done? Maybe let's start with sample collection. Okay. 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 For this. Um, we have there is a there's a fitter paper there's a fitter paper with um, circles um, and that's where the dry blood spots so we have we, that's where the dry blood spots is uh, um, put okay you know they are babies yeah they are babies and you might not be able to get like whole blood from them and mm-hmm. um, because they are most most of these um, children are less than eighteen months you can't yeah. get um, whole blood from them so you can do a finger prick, and then um, there's a pizza paper where yeah. it's about 12 uh, millimeter. You're supposed to um, absorb the blood. Yeah. The, the blood will be absorbed on the pizza paper. Um, I, I don't know if I have, uh, I, don't, I don't think I have a diagram for that, but I have other diagrams um, for, for that in the circles. At least, but it should be about. You should be able to like um, spot about two set. The minimum of two circles. There are about five circles for each patient. You should spot about two circles. Yeah. And if uh, you should cover the whole circle, and it, um, the it's also it's calibrated. If I can use that, um, it's about sixty to seventy mils for each circle. If you Fill up the whole circle, and that's what they put it. There's a desiccant inside in um, a resealable, a resealable. Uh, okay, there's a, a pouch. resealable uh, pouch. Yes, where, where you put the pizza uh, paper. Yeah. There's a desiccant inside to uh, make sure that um, it's not um, it's dry, it as dry up. as possible. Yeah, that's what you take. It's dried up. It puts the patient's information. You can also use whole blood, literally whole blood. Um, but most times the samples come in this pizza paper that has been spotted, yeah. dry blood spots that have been spotted. So they send they send um, dry blood spots to the lab, mm-hmm. um, the patient information, then um, the technician or the person receiving the sample would go through and make sure there there are at least um, the there are at least two blood spots, can be three four. Usually they just try as much as make to make five five good spots because um, we, we might have you know usually when when we store we store our samples when we carry out a test we store it for um, future use so you you just need one 
one yeah. is for both. Then just in case, we yeah. get to store. Yes, just in case, just in case we have to repeat the test. Yeah. There might be cost for us to repeat the test. So that's how the sample is collected. Is. All right, the sample is collected. So then you take it to the laboratory. You do your testing. What are some problems that you might face during that during that process? Okay, I think um, a cause for sample rejection would be if um, blood spots is not. Sometimes they're just it, it's not. There's a the um, there's a circle. It's a circle, and you're supposed to like fill the whole circle. For mm -hmm. some person, it's not it might, uh, um, the, some reports would be like ah. The child is anemic, you cannot get enough blood and all, but it's supposed to be enough and it's supposed to be at least 60 microliters or 60 to 70 microliters. So you have to fill the whole 12 millimeter um, diameter. So that, essentially it's not, it's not enough. The amount of sample that was absorbed yeah. to the paper is not enough. Sometimes, yes, it might, it might not be enough. All right. Now, one thing um, I... Yeah. The name, uh, let me just let me just point out the name of the filter paper is Watsman 903 filter paper. You said Watsman? Watsman 903 filter paper. Okay. They are other equivalents though. So yeah. usually we use that. Now the gene experts technology aside so you said there's gene experts so uh in some cases let's say if the infection has been around for a longer period of time you can detect antibodies using ELISA. Are there yes. other platforms or aside from GeneXpert that can also allow you to do this sort of qualitative testing, like similar the platforms where everything is incorporated? The GeneXpert is, is a PCR um, machine, and there are other types of PCR machines that, well, this, the GeneXpert usually is a closed system. Um, so you have a cartridge for a specific for a specific test. You can you also use GeneXpert for um, TB. Mm -hmm. uh, we also use GeneXpert for TB. But generally, PCR um, technique is very is broad. Is broad. When you're doing viral load for HIV, we also use PCR. And um, most times, not is not with this um, not with the GeneXpert. You can use other um, forms of um, PCRs that will be able to give us the can quantitatively um, detect this virus or any other. Virus, even um, COVID and And you get uh, a lot of the closed system. Yeah, and you get a lot of tests of this sort. So when you were yes, doing yes, this, yes, was yes. there a large volume, or what, what did it look like? No, okay, no, 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 a large volume, but regular. Yes, and let's say for a day, and because of the, the hospital I work in, it's um, it's a federal hospital, and um, it covers um, the whole state as a yeah. way. Um, so we get um, we get at least five samples a day. They're about okay. five to ten samples a day. Five to ten a day. All right, I see. And that's all from people who are parts already being monitored, so around the state. So are there other places yeah. where the testing is done, or is it like a hub and everything is sent there? Yes, in this, in this, um, even for the viral load, um, for the viral load, um, I think we receive samples from all over the states. Okay. From all over the states, from patients with for patients with HIV, samples from all over the states. But for this um, um, early infant diagnosis, um, the, most times the patients are there in the hospital. They are currently in, maybe the the mother is delivering in this hospital, so we just send. Um, 
for sample. Okay, so so it's like they take the sample sort of right after birth. Yes, yes, and, then, yes. and then it's being sent directly to your lab in order for you to do the testing. Yes, exactly. And they expect usually to get the results within what time frame? Okay, uh, well, to carry out the test, to carry out the test, uh, once it's sent to the lab, usually they take it to take a day. So, but the whole process of uh, the turnaround time is usually one day. Yeah. Okay, so and, and yeah. Okay, so it's not that long, actually. So, so essentially, yeah, from birth till the person gets the result, it could be about a day, maximum two days. Yeah. And in cases where you may have to... So earlier on, you said you do the testing. When you're collecting the sample, you are getting um, five blood spots, usually. So in case you may have to do replicates because of one reason or the other, what are some reasons why you may have to do some replicate testing? Why you may have to redo to recheck okay. results? There are some times where, okay, you carry out a test and, you know, um, you might have um, your your results, you might, you might have an invalid result, you might have an error result. And there are reasons for um, those things, and then you have to carry out. You have to repeat it. So those are some of the reasons. How do you catch those errors? So apart from okay. invalid, yeah. so if it's invalid, I guess the machine tells you it's invalid for one reason yes, or, or the other. The machine tells you. Yeah. yeah. Let's say you carry out a test, and the results you see the results. It can be um, it can be invalid. It's, it's right. Uh, this the the test is invalid, or there's an error um, during the probe check found out that oh, it was not um, the sample the volume was not enough or so the, the machine has great quality control in built to yes yeah, so if that happens you may have to like repeat the test again so that's why yeah. and i assume in your case you don't deal directly with the patients right you all you oh, do yeah, is you yeah. send you send the results back to the medical doctor who is then going yeah, to be exactly. in charge of discussing with them along with counselors if necessary let me see if i can show you okay i wanted to show you some pictures but it says only um the host okay yeah. actually let me just Open that. Okay, you should be able to share now. Okay, so this is this is the JNS part session. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can share, share. Okay, so this is also, this is a thermomixer. Thermomixer. And what do you use that for? Okay. Now, when you get this sample, um, mm -hmm. there is a sample reagent. Um, usually, for each um, cartridge, there, there are about ten cartridges in each kit. I said that the, the JNS part has cartridge. Yeah. So there are about 10 cartridges in each kit. And we also have like um, a sample reagent. The um, beta paper is perforated. We're able, able to break up the dry blood spots and insert it into the sample reagent. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. Then when you insert it and you cover it, you're supposed to you put it inside this thermal mixer. And the thermal mixer heats at 56 degrees Celsius and uh, rotate at 500 um, revolution per minute. Mm -hmm. And this is, yeah, so you leave it there for about 15 minutes. Then you take one meal, the um, liquid, that's yeah. um, the liquid, uh, um, the sample reagents plus the dry blood spots. You take one meal um, after you um, put it in the thermal mixer for about 15 minutes. Take one meal and insert it into the cartridge. Before you put it inside the gene as part. All this you do in a safety cabinet. Let me just show you. This is the process. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the cartridge. 
Bazı prosesi inşamda bir şey şey bab body sample. This is where you put your sample as a one year pipette. Yeah. You sample reagents and as we search inside, so you put it there. Okay, so these are some of the pictures that I have. So the materials that we have. So in yeah. each kit, we have like 10 assays, cartridge, and in the cartridge, we have um, lysis reagents, and rinse reagents, and lysine reagents. Then also the sample reagent that I, I talked about, so disposable one meal, transfer pipettes, and disposable. That's about it. All right. Thanks a lot for helping us go through the process and understanding this a little bit more. Um, is there anything else you think you want to share with the public? All right. Thanks a lot for taking the time to actually um, show us how this works and how it functions. So. Yeah, it's extremely important for people to understand, like you said at the very beginning, that HIV is a disease that today we can, that doesn't kill like it used to in the past. There are drugs you can be helped. So as a result, you need to go to your medical doctor, you need to get checked, you need to make sure that even aside from just HIV, that you get tested every once in a while to assess your health, so that you know what needs to be done. Because there are lots of situations where you might know people around you who seemed fine, and then all of a sudden you find out that, no, they had this or they had that, and as a result of that, they died. So it's important to have your health checked. It's important to always make sure that you discuss your, with health professionals and make sure that you are fine. Now, if you're infected with HIV, you also need to make sure that you have your children checked. And that's what we're talking about today. So at birth, there's a way to be able to determine if they have been infected or not so that they can be treated very early so that things can be a lot better for them. It's not it's not nice to, how do I put that, for the sins of the father or the mother to be transferred to the son or the daughter. And so we need to prepare and stave that off as much as we can. Thanks again for helping us navigate through this. If people want to get in contact with you, how do they do that? Through LinkedIn or what platforms? Okay, LinkedIn, Twitter. Okay, Twitter. Gurumar, G-U-R-U-M-A-R-E. All right. Twitter. All right. Thanks a lot for being here with us today. Hopefully in about two or three months, you'll come and talk to us about how your interview process went through and then how you found your new job. Amen. We want we want to hear about that. Thank you and see you next time.